Hi everyone, I'm so excited for this week's episode. This is my first overseas interview. Actually all the way from down under, yep, from Australia. I am thrilled to be bringing the Tea Factor podcast all around the world, reaching as many people as possible because discussions about body image positivity, self-acceptance and confidence are absolutely universal. I don't care how far away you are, if you're human, you can relate. And here at the Tea Factor, we're gearing up to creating the first online tall fashion blog featuring high and low fashion, which is more or less my sense of style. So it's quite fitting to have a fashion designer as our guest this week. Natalie Matthews, founder of the Melbourne, Melbourne, this is a hard word for me to say, Melbourne-based brand Height of Fashion. She talks to us about clothes, advocacy, and pride. And yes, that's how far one needs to go to find comfy clothes when you're very tall, all the way to Australia, and or you have to make your own clothes like Nat- Natalie does. She started doing um, her own clothes for lack of uh, finding comfortable, feminine, and dashing clothes for herself. So that um, she created this line, this brand for all of us to feel like the best versions of ourselves. And that's all we talk about here at the Tea Factor. And Natalie has the perfect words to make us all feel beautiful, strong, and love the body that we're in. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. Also, um, Natalie was gracious enough to give us a 20% discount on your first order if you use the T-Factor code on her website, www.height-of-fashion.com. Welcome to the Tea Factor podcast, where I'll be talking with talented and tenacious women and men who know what it is to be different. Hello, my name is Marilyn Grinda. I'm a songwriter by trade, a singer by heart, and an all-around explorer of the human condition. The Tea Factor podcast is a space filled with candid and fun discussions about what it takes to overcome difference with tales of personal experiences told by awesome, resilient people who inspire me each day, and I know they will inspire you too. This is a podcast for those who are proudly breaking boundaries and making sure the world adapts to them as it should be. How does it define them to be different? Let's find out. Visit t-factor.online for the show notes and more. Okay, so let's get started. It's so good to have you on, Natalie. Welcome on the T-Factor podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to, a pleasure to meet you. What time is it in Melbourne? It's approximately 10 past nine o'clock in the morning. In the morning. So you're Tuesday morning and we are Monday evening. You're my first overseas guest and the first uh, fashion CEO that I'm talking to. So this is great for me. Amazing. (laughs) Some exciting content. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Well, listen, you know, I discovered and I'm sure you remember, I discovered your brand House of Fashion on Instagram a few months back as I was uh, I was doing research for 
you know, tall brands, tall fashion. And I, I call it research, but obviously I'm just like falling down the rabbit hole of just <laughs> staying on Instagram to the wee hours in the morning, like crazy. I'm, did, do you do that as well? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I, I also use it for inspiration as well to see right. what other brands are up to or just for inspiration of what looks good on other people or patterns, colors, cuts. So yeah, it's, as much as it is a shopping portal, it's also an inspiration portal. Exactly. And that's how we so that's how we met. And I loved your brand. I loved your world. Height of fashion. And I couldn't resist. Actually, I bought one of your dresses and I love it. I can't wait to wear it for summer, which we are getting into summer as you are going into winter. Yes. So yes. I can't wait to wear it. And I loved, you know, the uh, the whole world that you created for yourself. You're surrounded by beautiful, super tall ladies <laughs> wearing your amazing outfit. So I really wanted you to just tell us about you and where you come from and how tall you are and yeah, give us a bit of an introduction. Background, of course, no problem. Well, obviously, hopefully you can hear from my accent. I'm English originally, so I was born and bred in a little place called Faversham in Kent in England and I travelled around the world when I was about 21-22. Loved Australia, um, actually so much so I cried when I left and um, went back to England. Was kind of obviously very young, didn't really have much of a career path at that age and couldn't really get it out of my head and so kind of basically got myself into a good career plan and then ended up coming across to Australia when I was 29 and yeah I've been here ever since and yeah as a result I ended up setting up a business um, called Heiser Fashion obviously and it's dedicated for tall women who are five foot ten and over and just by chance and by luck really that I've been able to kind of build a, a business with a plethora of amazing, hot, gorgeous tall women here in Australia. And I, yeah, I'm very lucky because I'm associated with the netball and the basketball clubs here, which obviously help because obviously that's where a lot of the tall women are. So the business is very much driven and was started from a personal need and a personal frustration. I mean, I actually had the idea of the business when I was about 14. Um, but it was only really, I think, working in e-commerce and gathering sort of the the skill set and the confidence should I say to see what other retailers were doing to do it myself and that's kind of really how I started so I originally started about a year and a half two years ago yeah so it's still quite a new business um but I'm obviously growing and trying to expand it as quickly as I possibly can and as far and as wide as I can so I ship already to over 12 countries so which obviously tells me and even when I started Instagram just having an amazing following from women all around the globe you know, it's it was prevalent to me that the tall fashion industry just wasn't catered for at all. So that, that's just ideally where my brand fits and where my brand comes in. My the, the door just opened because I have one of the kids who opened the door. So we're good. Hello. Hello. And you're not, not supposed to disturb me. Evening, mother. Cute. He's the relentless one. So if I don't look into what's going on, let me lock that door as well. <laughs> hey, listen, in every life and every situation, it's always a way. The things you plan for never work out. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we were just interrupted by my son who came in through the 
other door of my bedroom. I locked the first door, but I didn't think of locking the second door. So you were telling me, Natalie, that how you came about height of fashion, how you saw and really anybody who was taller than I think 5'11 knows that there's a big gap in the fashion industry. And that's really, you know, the conversation that I want to start as well with a fashion blog, because slowly but surely we're starting to see things here and there. And that's actually how I found you just a little bit. It's it's starting to be existing with you know Long Tall Sally and Eloy and Azos and all of that. And then your okay. brand now. But, you know, we're talking about four brands in the world of gazillion brands. So that's Correct. how many brands yeah. actually go to. Correct. And that's kind of really where, you know, there's that's four in the world now, you know, the big, big players anyway. Um, there are a few smaller ones that are kind of more independent to their actual markets. There's quite a few in Germany and France. But again, I'll be totally transparent. There are none that I want to shop at myself. You know, yeah. if I look at Long Tour Sally, I mean, and I really hate talking about other brands because, you know, I'm, I'm a massive advocate of supporting brands where I can. And I know how hard it is. So, you know, I really don't like to slate or say anything bad about other brands because it's just not it's not something I like to do. But I mean, if we're going to talk about personally, I just the shops that I don't really want to shop at, you know, they're, they're either too frumpy, they're not um, sexy, they're not fashionable. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly with one of them, the quality is just horrific and just terrible. So, yeah, it's at the end of the day, you've got to I designed a brand for not just personal need, but also to address an issue which I feel a lot of those brands don't do. And it is, you know, ultimately feeling confident and sexy in what you wear. And a lot of those other brands tend to just do tall and long garments as opposed to garments that actually look great, you know, and that, you know, fit in or are a staple piece or an iconic piece even to you know, an amazing evening. I've, I go to events all the time and the shorter girls are off doing these gorgeous gowns or these gorgeous dresses, you know, and they're, they're the height of fashion, literally, you know, they're the, they are, you know, wearing the most up-to-date, trendy pieces. And I feel like all the tall girls, or particularly when I was going to a lot of events, I never had anything or had any options available to me. So that's kind of the space and the area that I'm, I'm trying to focus on. As well as obviously doing the staples, as well as doing the, you know, iconic pieces. It's just really bringing trend and and confidence into a fashion range. Yeah, well, well done you, especially with very tall people who who do need that extra little push and that little nudge to say, you know, very tall is hard, but it's yeah. also pretty. And it's, yeah. you make it pretty. And, uh, you know, my personal experience was that, I didn't know how to dress coming from France or even recently until recently it was always hard to find clothes anywhere. And I dressed very tomboyish because it was so so hard to find, as you said, comfortable, good looking pieces where you don't compromise. Like I'm at a height at six foot one and a quarter where I can still compromise and go to the mainstream brands like J Crew, Topshop, H&M, I can still sort of fit, but yeah. if you know, but it's always it doesn't really fit. Yeah, you're compromising. So yeah, I'm of course. You know, I'm done with compromising, and that's why you know I just tried your dress. I I got it a week ago, and um, and it fits perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> no, amazing. It's the little jump for joy when you try on something and it fits. You're like, oh, somebody I'm, gets me. How are you? I'm six foot three. So I guess that is on the spectrum of quite tall. 
Um, but I mean, in comparison to some of my models that I dress and I, I, I that's actually, I'm probably one of the shortest. <laughs> I know, I've noticed that on your, on your pictures. Yeah. I'm like, How does that I, I, feel? um, weird because I'm so used to being very, very tall, you know, all yeah. the tall, but at the same time, it's gorgeous. You know, I love, I love dressing the girls and they're absolutely stunning as well. You know, it's like, and you hit the, you hit the nail on the head early when you said dressing and making sure that tall is pretty. And I think this is a lot of the issue is you know if you look at society unfortunately we're still um socially inept of accepting that women can be taller than men and you know sometimes when in those situations that's okay you know that's absolutely fine to be tall and still be gorgeous and still want to wear heels and still look pretty and feel sexy you know at the end of the day that is what females want to be and do um, no matter if they are taller than a man or not, or taller than most of their peers. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just addressing that really is where I, I find a lot of other companies just want to kind of hide the fact that you're tall or hide away from feeling and standing out as where I'm like, you're never going to change that ever. You know, you're never going to ever, ever change that. Like no matter how much you try. So you're just going to have to either learn to be confident or just accept that you are gorgeous and tall and to just wear it with pride. Oh, that's beautiful, beautifully said. And that's what we address here at the T Factor is all of these emotional aspects around being different and being very tall. And uh, and I wanted to dig a little bit deeper with you on your personal experience. Uh, and but so you grew up in England. You see, I thought I did not realize that you were, did not grow up in Australia. Yeah, so I'm actually originally English. So I've been in Australia for just over five and a half years now. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm originally English. I'm an English born and bred. And, and I guess you class me as an expat living in Australia. <laughs> so tell me about growing up. And you were always very tall, right? You, you didn't have the growth spurts towards the end. It was just really yeah. tall. Just tall all the time. I get, my mum actually said that we came out three months old, pretty much compared to most of the... <laughs> oh, you were a big baby? Yeah, she said we were very long babies. Um, interesting because a lot of the very tall people that I've interviewed said that, you know, people assume that they were tall or big, you know, big babies. But in fact, they weren't. They were just regular babies who just started growing. But you yeah. were interesting. You both came out bigger and yeah. <laughs> yeah my mum said I mean obviously this is, we're talking quite a few years ago now but um she said in comparison because it was years ago when you went to go and pick up your baby from as opposed to have the baby there and then you know you had to go to the ward to pick up your child and she said in comparison when I went to go and pick up all of you compared to all the other babies you were you guys were just so so long in you know comparison she's like you were almost like three-month-old children as opposed to like newborns that oh. I saw on the ward so yeah my poor mother <laughs> mother I, exactly <laughs> so i've got two brothers yeah so I've, i don't have a sister so i've only got two brothers i've got one older brother and one younger brother and they're both tall as well so my little brother's about six five and my older brother's probably about my height six three and your parents my dad is six five and my mum's quite small really but i guess small compared to me and um, right. but maybe not that she's about five nine right which is very decent yeah, so it's, on the it's on the spectrum of what your class is tall, I guess. But when you compare it to me. Exactly. Yeah. And how was it growing up in, in England and, uh, you know, being in school and with your peers? Do you have any stories? Um, I think. I mean, I was always tall. I had all of the nicknames under the sun for being tall, you know, lanky, lofty, big bird, the whole lot. <laughs> but I think. 
luckily I had a very strong parenthood and I think also growing up with very alpha male brothers they kind of taught me to be very confident and strong within myself so yes I absolutely got all of the nicknames and all of the uh, comments throughout the whole of my time why are you wearing heels you know you're so lanky and tall and but I, I loved it in actual fact it was I never really had any problems with that and I think that's because I didn't let the bullies get to me or I never allow those kind of comments to affect me psychologically um, and as a result you know it's with any kind of thing anybody that gets bullies you know the more it torments you the more they do it and so when right you, you do something and it doesn't have an effect or cause an effect that they're expecting they kind of drop it and move on so I guess that's kind of a lot of what happened with me and I was very very sporty I put myself into sports at a young age Which or rather my parents did uh, netball and basketball I played a lot of um, throughout the whole of high school so and as a result that was favoured you know because we were winning all of the games we were you know with my heights we were able to kind of dominate a lot of the um, tournaments and a lot of the games so it almost done the opposite effect it was kind of like great we want Nat in all of our teams or um, you know we want her on all of our like sports athletic teams just to be able to win and get the the awards and the nominations and then did you stay did you stay home uh, after high school um no so I went after high school so in the UK you have uh, year 10 and you go into sixth form so you stay till 18 and then after that you go to university so yeah 18 I pretty much went to university um or 18 19 I think it was yeah uh, and then same with there you know I again joined all of the netball and basketball clubs there and again same thing you know I'm, and I always have the nickname of Tall Nat or Big Nat, you know, um, it's always, it, it carries around, right? I had even on my net, my name on in high school, sorry, in university, it was like Big Nat, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's, that was just kind of my nickname. And I guess some people might have a problem with that, but I, I guess I didn't because it's, it's just about owning your space and just owning who you are and what people see is what they relate to. So, yeah, it's it, it, like I said, I can't ever hide away from being tall. And I never did, you know, even throughout high school, throughout university, I've worn heels all of my life. Um, and my, yeah, my attitude to it is, well, you have to accept it. If you don't accept it, then the problem's on you, not me. Well done. Did somebody teach you that, do you think? Or was it really just something you, you had in, in you? Yeah, my parents did a tiny bit. They were they always said, you know, never hunch. Um, and I've had friends and girlfriends who are super tall and they've hunched or and they just look terrific, you know, and they've got real like spine problems now and they're just kind of hunched over and they, they're trying. It's just I think I saw that growing up and it just wasn't it wasn't part of my personality. Like I'm a very like a strong willed go getting type of person. And I just wasn't I wasn't prepared to allow my height to stop me achieving things or you know hide away from the fact of it you know it was it was quite the opposite I was like well I'm going to wear it with pride and you know really stand out and love love the attention really yeah because it does attract a lot of attention where did you find your clothes because you talk about wearing heels but could you find heels I'm surprised I couldn't find shoes until I moved to the states like you know I really so I'm very lucky in shoe size because I was a size eight in the UK which is an American and Australian 10 I think um so I was literally yes, on the spectrum of, yeah I do I, I have quite small feet for four months <laughs> Yes, I was very lucky with shoes as a result. And there was a few more, there was a few shoe places in England, probably more so than anywhere. 
There was um, New Look done up to a size nine and there's a few other shops that used to cater to a size nine as well it was very rare to find but yeah as as a result I used to wear heels all the time because I was very lucky in my shoe size but clothes wise absolutely I struggled all the time I actually had to get a a lot of my stuff tailor-made and I learned to sew at the age of 14 just because I couldn't find anything um it was a self-taught a skill should I say just because I couldn't like I was particularly at 16 and 18 when I had to find gowns for like leavers ball outfits or you know end of year parties and it was all about black tie you had to wear like a, a full-length gown I just couldn't right. find anything and gown shops and they just they would take one look at me and there was just no option right um or if there was it was like a size 18 20 and um, so yeah and then as a result I, I was like well what's my only other option would be just to learn to sew. So I just, I did and made both of my outfits for those, for those occasions. That's amazing. And I'm very impressed that you, you saw the issue. Obviously it's a very personal issue and you just went for it. You, you got out of your way to learn how to, I didn't realize that you learned on the spot as you went, you did not, did you go to um, fashion school at all? No, not at all. I guess I learned to sew purely just having to, you know. Luckily, my parent, lucky my mum and dad had a sewing machine at home, and it was actually my dad who kind of taught me how to use the sewing machine. Right. Um, and it was just a trial and error, you know. I made, don't forget, don't get me wrong, I made horrific outfits, you know, in the first instances. And right. it's just about learning how to, the different types of stitches, learning how patterns are cut. And I've done a few classes over my time, but not actually gone to fashion school or done any specific training in the area, no. That's amazing. So you really created a solution for yourself and for so many others, which is really applaudable. So you then you went into e-commerce. So you have this is your experience as e-commerce. And then you just started this brand of yours when you were in Australia and just applied your skills to both the sewing and the e-commerce. Pretty much, yeah. So I was working for an e-commerce company a couple of years ago and actually it was only last year I finished up with them. Basically, I was working for some really big retailers here in Australia and um, running their e-commerce for them, which was pretty much when it, when you talk about e-commerce, it's the full end-to-end solution of online platform uh, fulfillments, ERPs, different all types of like data solutions, all types of like um, logistics and delivery and parcels. So I was working for quite a few. I was actually running up to like three to five accounts at one time. And I guess it was only really in that experience that I really truly understood how a lot of fashion companies and houses actually work. You know, there's one element to it, which is obviously the product itself, but then the, there's a whole plethora of other areas, which most people don't really understand. I think this is a, a misconception in in the fashion world. You know, it's everyone has these ideas of, yes, it's a very glamorous um, industry and a very glamorous career, wow. but it, it's actually quite the opposite. Very tedious, it's, yeah. It's very tedious, very hard, and it's there's a lot of moving parts to it constantly. But I think it was really only working for e-commerce companies that I saw all of that, of how to manage that, how to um, be across it. And, you know, I guess you could class me as a bit of a a techie and data nerd, really. And as a result, though, I've been able to set up this business and truly understand how it it works. Um, Because I was doing it for the big players here in in Australia. And, you know, I, I pretty much learned from them. Amazing. 
I just love this solution-driven uh, life that you have created for yourself <laughs> and you surround yourself with all these amazing, beautiful women. Really, I wish you all the best because you, I, I really yeah. enjoy, uh, I really like your stuff. So I re really wish you all the best. Is there something that you can say to uh, listeners who are having a hard time with their body, be it being very tall or being anything that is just making them being singled out or being different? Is there something that you can sort of, because you seem to have a very strong idea of who you are and you seem to have had it from the get-go, which is very rare. Like you, I have to say you're probably one of the first ones that I've, no, a second one, I spoke with another girl, but she was only 5'11" but like who just really owned it from the beginning and, yes. and it's very rare. So I know there are listeners out there who are not yet in that state. So is there um, something that you can, you know, share? Absolutely. And I hear it all the time from a lot of my customers too, you know, semi-gorgeous notes or messages saying exactly the same thing. And honestly, what I'd love to say to you is there's not a single person who's going to love you more than you. So you need to really own your space, own your confidence, you know, be confident in standing out at the end of the day, there's only ever going to be one you and you're unique. And, you know, your height is gorgeous. Your size is gorgeous. Please never let anybody else tell you any different because it's misinformed and it's incorrect. And at the end of the day, you know, really, you are just a you're a beautiful human and nobody else should ever be able to take that away from you so you know really try and try and feel confident and do things like you know surrounding yourself with other either tall women or women very similar to you who can support that thinking and support that mindset of you know feeling confident and feeling comfortable because at the end of the day that's what it comes down to is finding your tribe and just you know really feeling like you're part of a sisterhood rather than being cut down. I also find that people who do say things or who do judge or who do just simply the fact of raising the, the issue that you are tall, you are different, they often project their insecurities on you. And 100%, you've just nailed it exactly. It is a, it's their insecurity yeah. always. Um, it's never actually how you are or a, a version of you. It's a version of them saying that. And when anybody is nasty or horrible, that's actually going on inside of them. That's got nothing to do with how you are, how you look, how you act or how you. But it's up to you how you react. You either can take it and let it hurt you or you can either take it and do something about it and actually feel confident about loving yourself and I guarantee you I've had thousands of people over my over my career over my years who have tried to cut me down um and I've never let it and it's come back full circle years down the line they're like we're so proud of what you're doing we love everything you're you know you're trying to achieve and it, it's amazing how sometimes when you still keep a vision and still keep focused and don't let all of the naysayers bring you down how that can actually have a positive effect on them down the line without you realizing it and you know make them change their mindset and make them change their behavior too yeah so staying true to yourself at the end of the day is what saves the day not yeah, only for yourself but also to others yes yeah absolutely because then you know everyone wants to be like somebody who's successful or everyone wants to be like somebody who's confident right and 
you know, if you're if you can find that within yourself, then you can be that confident person that you can help others as well. And you can infiltrate and influence them to do and achieve other great things with their life, too. And more to the point, just loving their body and loving their image. Did you ever imagine that you would end up in fashion? No. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's interesting, because you're saying stay true to yourself, have your vision and, you know, find your tribe. And then there you are you know, a fashion designer <laughs> surrounded it's crazy, by really. women. So, you know, it's an interesting roller coaster, my life. Um, but I embrace it, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's, no. it's, it's a journey and a half, that's for sure. But, uh, while I'm, while I can, you know, make it work or, you know, give it my, and I, it's, it's not just fashion. At the end of the day, it's more than that. For me, it's really empowering women to feel good. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's pretty much the catalyst to my business and what really drives my values because yes, clothes are one thing and a fashion's, you know, another, but it's ultimately really helping empower women to feel good and to, you know, at the end, particularly women, we've just cut each other down we're really harsh on ourselves, on our bodies, on our image, on how we look, how we act, how we react. And it's, I'm just sort of like, why? Why do we do this as women to ourselves? You know, I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm too tall. I don't have straight hair. I need curly hair. I wish I was this. I wish I was that. And it's just why? I don't understand why we just don't accept and love our bodies as we are. Um, And I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to do within within the kind of tool spaces, really get women to love and own their height. I mean, I do, and I'd love, as, as a result, starting height of fashion. And that's really what I'm trying to do is just pave the way in making a difference for tall women. Oh, that's wonderful. Amen to that, really, because it is a, it is a matter of empowering women. And it, we, I feel that we've been a little bit left out of the whole cute fashion or, or or empowering fashion being very tall and and it just brings me back to what Diane von Furstenberg was saying the other day I th- why was, I think I was posting something about her about her t-shirt that says fear is not an option and so I was watching a couple of YouTube videos about her uh, about how she started you know the rat dress and this and that which doesn't fit us by the way <laughs> And she said she once she came out with the dress that was empowering women that they just, you know, put on one dress. They were dressed for either evening or the day. Life was much easier. And 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 it was for the woman on the go, she said. So I think it's very precious that you are doing the same thing for for us tall women. And, uh, and it's definitely much needed. So thank you for that. And listen, I don't know what uh, what else to say. You've just nailed everything on the head. You, you're very eloquent and so powerful and, and confident that you're a real inspiration. So oh, thank you. It means so much to me to have that and to even just have your support and the fact that you bought a dress for me is just honestly it means so much for me. So thank you. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be here without like the tour community and I wouldn't be here without the tour gorgeous customers. So that really does mean a lot. And you know, having the support and the network and just do you know even the ability to kind of have an interview with yourself is just amazing. So thank oh, you. Thank you. But you're actually tapping into something quite interesting is how did you find, because women find you, but it's a small, you know, it's a small community, but when they do find you, they absolutely fall in love. So how did you start that community? Is it just people 
finding you on on Instagram like I did and then just being you know stuck with you or <laughs> because you um, know I think so uh, this there's a whole different there's a different network really I've got um the girls obviously my models help me I guess sell the products but also you know when you're seen in a community of doing good things often that is okay. like wildfire you know it, it, if it like yourself you know you might have one other tall friend or know somebody and know somebody that is tall mm-hmm. and so then you get the kind of build up on the recommendations um it is instagram a lot of instagram because a lot of it is obviously very visual i mean i am actually trying to my my focus and probably the next 18 months will be to, to try and tap and break australia australia america sorry a little bit further um, I really, obviously, because it's such a big market, um, and it's there's a lot of tall women in America too. So, yeah, any any shape or form that I can actually get discovered, it's I mean it's hard just from a marketing effort point of view, just because it, yeah. one it costs so much to for SEO and exposure, and so yeah, I, I heavily rely on the smaller community that I'm already networked with to kind of help me. But yeah, any any ideas that you have to get out there further would be amazing. Yeah, that, yeah, we can definitely talk about uh, some more of that uh, after after this. But you've traveled a lot, as you mentioned. Do you find that there are places where they are more, well, two things, where they are more tall women and also other places where you don't feel that, um, you know, you don't feel that uh, awkward? Uh, oh, good question. I So the, the, there's probably like, three main countries in the world that I've traveled to that are have a lot of tall women obviously America here in Australia and the Netherlands as well is another place that has a lot of tall people so that has both men and women um yeah so those are kind of the three main countries however still in all of them I guess being super tall, like I'm six three, like they're class tall in some retailers between five foot seven and five foot ten. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even fit into that into those clothes, you know, that's yeah. not even in my world of tall. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I, I think in any environment, in any country I've ever been to, even if there is still more taller people, I still feel like I stand out because I am super tall. Right. You know, and I think that's the difference. And that's kind of ultimately what I'm when I'm admittedly when I'm with the girls, with the basketball girls, I I feel normal because I'm tall as them. You know, oh. when I first met Carly and I first met Sarah, I was like, holy shit, you guys are yeah. so tall. But that was I, I was like, why am I saying that? Because that's I get that all the time. You know, But that's just that's what I'm saying. It's just a, a relation thing of what you're used to, what you're and now I love it. You know, they're just. They're just gorgeous and they're just amazing. And you wear heels, you wear three and a half, four inches heels? Yep, I do. I've got, I wear, I've got a whole wardrobe full of like five inch heels. <laughs> awesome. You should take a picture of that. Yeah, I should. I'm serious. Okay, I, was, I will. Five I'll inch it. heels, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, I will send you through a picture. It's, um, I just, it's part of who I am you know it makes an outfit just because you're tall doesn't necessarily mean you can't wear heels I don't I never understand the concept of it it's like why do well, people want to limit height well, my thing with the wearing the heels I can't hear people I don't know I, I hear <laughs> because it's 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 in a different plane like you're I would be six five with heels and I just yeah. I'm like what and I have to yeah. bend forward I'm a, and you know so that's my thing. I'm, I'm annoyed at the end of the day 
you know, I always joke with my girlfriends who have very tall boyfriends, you know, I, I say, you know why he always says yes or smiles or looks, you know, it's because he can't hear you. <laughs> so I don't know if you find that as well, but it, it does bother me. I still, I still don't happily wear heels. Oh, you should try yeah. and change that. You should try and change that because I understand it. If you if you do have short friends and only short friends, then it can become a bit of a problem because you're always, you know, for pictures, for nights out, you're yeah. super tall, you feel a bit awkward. I, I do understand that. But, you know, ultimately, too, I've, I've done it. I wear five inch heels and my short friends don't want to take pictures next to me because they feel so short. Yeah. But you know, that's again, that's on them. That's not on in. I'll be the one that gets all the attention for the night or, you know, it's a conversation starter or, you know, it's I also have a lot of tall friends, luckily, or I've had one tall friend that will, you know, with me, she'll want to wear heels. And she's like, I'm going to put my heels on because you're so tall. And that's nice, too, you know, because yeah. they, they love wearing heels Just around me. Stand of course. up when they're with, with us. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Thank you so much for today. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you very much. Time before the start of your day on the Tuesday morning. Thank you. And I hope you have a nice evening and uh, get to bed early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a bit jet. But this is also one of your pieces. Is that already online or the, yeah. what you're wearing? It's, it's all oh, online. Long sleeve. So long sleeve. Yeah. So it's got yeah. long sleeves. Yeah. These are the hardest to find is the long sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I, I would like to say with uh, any tall customers, I'm always looking for ideas and new things that tall women want. So, yeah, if they ever there's anything that um, jumps out or the, they've been wait, waiting for for a long period of time, just email me. I'm very open to suggestions and ideas and some feedback as well. So awesome. I love that, that you're open. I can say I'm looking for coats, but okay. I don't know if you do coats already. Yes. Two coats. I've got a bomber jacket, but I'm in the process of making some other new ones as well. So hopefully a camel coat and a suede jacket as well. Amazing. And you do everything in, in Australia or is it just... So no, so I, I'm, I design everything in Australia and I get some bits made in Australia, but ultimately a lot of it comes from China. And a lot of that reason for that was just because of the cost in Australia is... yeah believable i probably wouldn't have been able to start this business had i sourced everything from australia it's just right. so hard yeah and it's amazing that you found found the right places to go to in china because that's yeah. <laughs> that was extremely hard i'm not gonna lie that was uh, yeah very taxing and very stressful time i went through eight different manufacturers to find the right one well i'm glad you kept at it Thank you. Yeah. Takes a lot of resilience to do this, but <laughs> I'm in it and I'm willing. So that's good. That's the main thing. That okay. So we'll make sure that all of your information, I'm going to put everything in the show notes, anywhere, how to find you. Do you want to tell us how people can find you? Sure. They can either find me on my website by going to www.height-of-fashion.com or they can go via Instagram at height.of.fashion and then you should be able to find my business. Awesome. And they can just DM you there and take it from there. All of that. Yeah. So you can DM, follow or email me on either of those platforms. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. And uh, I can't wait to see what comes next. Thank you, gorgeous. I really appreciate your time. Cool. That's it for today, my friend. If you like this episode, make sure to let me know about it. Please take a moment to leave a comment on iTunes so this podcast can benefit as many people as possible. You can also screenshot this episode and post it on your stories. 
I'd love to know who's listening out there, and I'll make sure to feature your post in my stories. Nothing touches me more to know that my music or my podcast has impacted someone in a positive way. Don't forget to visit my website, www.t-factor.online, for the show notes and more information about my guests and myself. My blog posts are there waiting for you to enjoy. And from my T-Factor to yours, thank you.